out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. And I have my co-host today, uh, Stefan. Uh, Stefan has been on my podcast many times, and uh, we are going to talk about a Family Guy episode tonight. Uh, go ahead and uh, say hi, Stefan. <laughs> hi, hi, everybody. That's always a pleasure. That could not have happened at a more perfect time. I know, I right? I, yeah. I, I, this brought back this episode brought back so many memories for me. Mm-hmm. It really did. Like just of living in another town. I'll go over all that, but. Before we get started, we're going to do exactly, oh, first, first of all, I want to apologize for my absence. <laughs> um, I, I have been a stay-at-home mom, and it has been super busy, and I'm trying to get my kid in activities, and oh my gosh, it's just been super busy. So I am happy to be back, and I will try to, you know, not be as long between podcasts, <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to go over the music of, <laughs> let's talk about the episode first. We're going to be, uh, discussing Family Guy season two episode. What episode is it, Stefan? Uh, bo- bo- bo. I, I didn't pull that up. I, thought I know, I know. I didn't either. I just All have right. the date. Uh, episode 19, episode 12, season two, episode okay. 12. Dude, season two was prime Family Guy. It was so funny. It was. Yeah, and this this was right. This is one of the first episodes I ever saw. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, well, I remember, I, I didn't start watching Family Guy until the summer of 2004. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. watched it on Super Bowl Sunday when it first aired. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I never watched it. My sister's best friend, one of my sister's best friends in high school, Courtney, uh-huh. um, got her into it. And then she, my sister got me into it. And I'm like, where has the show been my whole life? When 2004 came around, it was pretty, pretty, really so popular then too. <laughs> Anyways, this episode aired on April 25th, 2000, and this was two days after my 21st birthday. Wow. And I, yeah, and let me talk about my birthday really quick. It was awful. My birthday landed on <laughs> Easter Sunday. Oh, no. And I wanted to have a drink. And back then, a lot of things were closed. Yep, dry you know, counties. Now, yep. Yeah, and now everything's open. But back then, you know, all the restaurants were closed. So my mom took me to a Chili's for lunch and I had a margarita. And that was all I did on my birthday. I know. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> but anyways, it's just a little tidbit there. Okay, so let's go, let's go over the music. This is some good stuff. Now, mm-hmm. I remember a lot of these songs because I was working at a music store when this aired. Yeah. Awesome. Was I, it Tower uh, Records? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it used to be called Warehouse. Do you guys oh. have, did you guys have Warehouse? I don't think so. Did you have FYE? Maybe. Okay. Well, Warehouse turned into FYE, but when I worked there, it was Warehouse and I worked at two different ones and best job ever, Stefan, best job ever. <laughs> I got a discount on DVDs, CDs. DVDs were pretty obsolete actually in 2000. They were still coming out, uh, but I had to put all the videos on the shelves, you know, and got free video rentals. I think we just got one per day. So I watched a lot of a really a lot of shitty movies. There's a lot of shitty movies back then. <laughs> well, getting them for free. If you're getting them for yeah. free, why not? But it's funny because I remember all the covers of the videos because I had to put all those freaking videos up, you know? Right. I and, remember all uh, video store cover art. 
yeah. iconic. Now this first and, song, and now when you see most of them as an adult, you know yeah. they suck. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now this first song, uh, everybody bought the CD when it came out. The Santana Smooth. Mm-hmm. Remember that CD? We're featuring Rob Thomas. Yeah. 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 So number one on my list here is Maria Maria. Uh, Santana mm-hmm. featuring the prod- product GMB. I don't know who that is. Yeah, and what and whatever happened to these people that he like partnered with went nowhere. Well, maybe just that one. Well, um, Matchbox Twenty actually just played in Bakersfield last night. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be by us. Are uh, they? Soon, I couldn't find anyone to go with. Oh, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of them, but um, my sister loved them. Um, they were kind. Well, they were around when I was in high school, but kind of after my after you know yeah I don't know I got into different music I got into like the Beatles the Doors Bob Dylan you know I wasn't really into the new stuff when they came out okay so number two breathe Faith Hill remember Faith Hill one of the friends that Courtney the one that I just mentioned Mm -hmm. them and a couple of their their friends they went to um Faith Hill and Tim McGraw in the Twin Cities when they were there and my sister to this day still says that is the best concert she's ever been to wow yeah uh, number three, he wasn't man enough. Tony Braxton. I have no idea what that song is, but I like Tony Braxton. Really, I'll sing you the video. <laughs> yeah. Number four, Thong Song by Cisco. <laughs> that was a good song. Yeah, yeah. and Cisco actually lives. He's lived the quiet. He lives the quiet life now in a uh, northern Minneapolis suburb, Maple Grove. No way. I'm not kidding. That's so random. Yeah, I was driving through there one time and Thong Song even came on the radio. I'm like, ah. Uh, number five, Say My Name, Destiny's Child. Not a <laughs> I fan. Love, I, I love Destiny's Child and I could have seen them in New York City in like 2005, but my, my mom's friend like didn't tell us about it. I'm like, what the fuck? No. Um, wow. 2005, that, they were really popular then too. Yeah, that, that was right before they broke up and Beyonce went solo, but they could have gone on longer. I remember. Um, you know, some of Beyonce stuff is okay. Okay, back to this list. Number six, Bye 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 in sync. Uh, never mm, was a fan because it was way after my time. That's fair. Yeah, that's I was fair. I, on the block. <laughs> that's fair too. Yeah, yeah Bye Bye Bye. There was always Backstreet <laughs> Boys versus In Sync. Yeah, I mean, I like songs by both of them, but I was never, my, my friend was a huge NSYNC fan. In fact, I think she went to the concert in the same year, 2000, I remember. Wow, yeah. Uh, but we were young. Always... We were only, we were just turning 21. We were still young. Right. And, yeah, I mean, um, the, uh, uh, I was always a, I was a Backstreet Boys fan. Um, I've seen yeah. them in concert probably four or five times. They were pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. The last concert was amazing. 98 Degrees, I liked them too. Yeah, they, they were like the, they were like the RC Cola of the yeah. boy, that boy band era. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, the third option. Kind of. Then by that logic, O-Town would have been like Fago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number seven, I Try Macy Gray. Remember Macy Gray? That's been a while. Yeah. Damn. Total uh, one-hit wonder. Total, yeah. Uh, number eight, Amazed by Lone Star. Uh, number nine, Everything You Want, Vertical Horizon. <laughs> Talk oh, about yeah. prime 2000 song right there. Vertical were- Horizon. My sister and a bunch of her friends saw them when they came to Duluth. Yeah. yeah. I remember I went on my first road trip in 2000 with my friend up to Portland. And this song was, she had the CD and she was like blasting it the whole time. And then number 10, this is a good song. It Feels So Good by Sonique. Remember that song? Love it. Love that yeah. song. Just really a banger. You know, it, it makes, it puts me in a good mood. Another one hit wonder. Uh, back to, or on to movies now. Um, so this is 
April of this is just the whole month of April 2000. Yeah. Uh, number one, rules of engagement. Never seen that. Never saw it. Yeah. Number Never. two, Aaron Brockovic. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, number three, The Road to El Dorado. I remember that movie. I didn't see that when it was out, but I saw it like as an adult. And it really, it's yeah. one of those movies that really, it really underperformed financially and critically, but it's really developed a greater appreciation. Yeah, it's not Disney, but it's DreamWorks. No, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, U571, remember that submarine movie? Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, 28 Days. Is that the one with Sandra Bullock? Yes, not I did not see that one. Days later. Uh, number six, The Skulls. <laughs> Do you remember The Skulls? Yeah, I saw it like years screen. later. It, it really... <laughs> It's um, it's one of Roger Ebert's most hated films, by the way. It's, it's I haven't seen it. I will not see that movie. That's it's not good. Uh, number seven, Keeping the Faith. I have no idea who's in that. Um, I feel like it was like Ben Affleck and Jenna Elfman. I want and Edward Norton. Ben Affleck yeah. was pretty popular. It, oh, it's Ben. Or, uh, no, ben, no Stiller. ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben Stiller and. Uh, Who's that girl? Jenna, Jenna Elfman. Yes. And uh, and Aaron, Owen and Wilson. Norton, right. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One's a rabbi. One's a preacher, a pastor, something like that. Yeah, I, I I might see that. I don't know. Uh, Return to Me. I remember this movie because it was my grandma's favorite movie, and it was it was like very depressing. It was a very depressing movie, and she loved it. And my old friend Courtney loved it too. Yeah, really? Okay, so it's yeah. not it's not wasn't just her. It's with David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. God, whatever happened to Minnie Driver? You never see her anymore. What was she? Well, I know she was in Family my... of the Opera. She was in the movie Family Right, Opera. like 20 years ago. Yeah. She... My, um, <laughs> That's right, it was um, 2004. Yeah. Almost 20 my, years ago. My, uh, my friend is convinced that we saw her on her uh, on our uh, trip to Wisconsin Dells. Really? My friend is convinced she did. She looked just like her and had a British accent even. Oh, Wow. Oh, she was also at, in uh, Good Will Hunting, which I did not like that movie, but she's in that. Oh, one. really? Yeah. Oh, 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 she's she's in that. Um, uh, number nine, Final Destination. Talk about oh, it. That love, movie was so love, good. Love it. Oh, and yeah. I, and here's the thing: I will not watch it again because it was. That's fair. Yeah, it's one of those movies you just don't need to watch again. Uh, number ten, Romeo Must Die. That was a kung fu. Oh, not kung fu, karate movie. Let me see. With Jet Li and Aaliyah, I want to say. Or... Well, it wasn't like a karate. It, it was an action movie. I mean, it was the best way to say. Was it, it Jet Li and Aaliyah? I want to say. Let me. Why don't see. I have Aaliyah? Yeah, I, th- I think she was on that. She died like a year later. Yeah. Yep, she did like right before 9-11. I remember when she died. I remember I too. My know, I didn't even know who she was. Wow. I, well, I mean, I didn't really like her music, but I did know she was like with R. Kelly. I do remember that whole thing. Yep. She's beautiful. Beautiful girl. Yeah. Okay, so um, that's a 10 movies there. Um, not too impressed with those. I like the music better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, April April's, April at least was a dump month. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started this episode. God, it was so funny. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I forgot about a lot of this stuff. So let's see. We start off with... Uh, <laughs> Bob Ross, <laughs> he's painting a tree and he says, tell anybody that tree's there, I'm going to hunt you down. What does he say? I'm going to hunt you down and kill you? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna, I will, I'll come into your house and I'll cut you. Cut you. <laughs> and then Peter's like, Peter's like, well, 
doesn't look anything like mine and it, it's a family guy a family guy family ties right intro. <laughs> family ties was very near and dear to my heart i definitely grew mm -hmm. up with that show you, you guys this is like classic family guy season yeah. two like when it the, first the, the uh -huh. first iteration yeah before it got canceled the first time yeah uh, i know what am i saying the first time it hasn't been canceled the second time that's true <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no no it was it was canceled after like season one yeah so it's the second time it got canceled it was it yeah uh, very briefly it got yeah like like after season one and then they revived it it's true wow yeah. okay so it looks like they're at a carnival but i've come to find out that they're at quahog clam day quahog's where they mm -hmm. live quahog rhode island right um, like a suburb of uh, providence yeah i don't think it's uh real but no, no, it's not. Yeah. A, a, lot of the, a lot of the neighboring towns that they mention are real, though. Anyways, uh, they're doing, like, these games. Like, they have, like, the shark tank, and it's a, literally a shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> like, where you, like, throw the ball, and the, the, the person falls down into the water. Dunk tank, both yeah, sharks. Yeah, this time, this, was, this had sharks. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, okay, now... Adam West is in this. Adam okay, West. Uh, first appearance. This was his first appearance. 15 minutes of shame. No way. Yep, it was. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, if anybody doesn't know, Adam West has was the mayor of Quahog for a long time. Uh, and then, of course, he died. So they, you know. Mm -hmm. And now the mayor is uh, Sam, what's his name? Sam? Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. And I think it's his name, Sam Elliott, in the show, or I think he no, it's it's uh, Mayor West. He's related to Mayor West. Oh, somehow, that's hilarious! His brother, yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, this is Adam West's first episode. So, um, if anybody doesn't know, Adam West played the original Batman in the Batman show. Mm -hmm. He was also he's also had a whole bunch of cameos on lots of shows. He played himself in the best movie ever to be filmed in Minnesota. Which one? Not far, not far go. Drop dead gorgeous. Oh, I, I remember. I haven't seen that one yet. That is on HBO Plus. It probably won't be on very long. Watch it ASAP. You mean it's on Max now? <laughs> Max, Max, just Max. HBO it's Plus. It's called Max. Yeah. Max, I know, Max. <laughs> so he tells the story of Miles Chatterbox Musket. It was 360 years ago that Quahog founder Miles Chatterbox Musket set sail for the new colony of Rhode Island. You know what I'm going to do when we get to shore? First thing, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to have me a snack. No, 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 no. Shower. Shower first, snack second. But I hope I see Indians. Hey, you think they'll have American cheese there? Ever the free thinker, Miles was thrown overboard for speaking his mind. He was as good as dead. But as legend has it, he was saved by a magic clam who brought him to shore and shared the vision of a new colony, which would be called Quahog. There are fields for tilling, woods for timber, and always the bounty of the sea. Look at all this sand. You know there are beaches that have black sand? Oh, did I not pack my towel? Are you, are you listening? Because I'm trying to help you here. And help he did. Thanks to the clam's leadership, Quahog became a great and prosperous settlement. But relations between Miles and the clam soon soured. I mean, I know he's an Indian, but what kind of a name is Squanto? I mean, Leslie or something like that would be nice. Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! God, keep it to yourself once in a while! Ah! Here, here, look what I'm doing. All right, look, watch this, watch this. Uh, oh, look, see that? See that? Yeah, now try it with me. Huh? Okay? Okay? <laughs> Things only got worse. Before long, Miles began to contemplate killing the clam. 
I was awake last night, Miles. I saw you. I think it's time for me to go. I'll send for my things. Okay. Do you know who voiced him? I was very surprised. No, but but isn't it like it's they they do other voices right on the show? But no, uh, oh. he has he okay he has, but it was a season later. So think about the year two thousand. Who was like in everything in two thousand? Caratop. No. I don't know. I'm thinking of a comedian. Uh, from Saturday Night Live. Oh. uh... Chris Kattan? No. Uh, he uh, was in Step Brothers. Oh, Will Ferrell. Steve yeah. Ferrell. It doesn't even sound Ferrell. like him, right? No, it doesn't. At all. Um, so Will Ferrell hosts, or hosts uh, Will Ferrell uh, voices Miles Chatterbox Musket. Chatterbox Musket. God. Okay, then we get one of the funniest things I can remember to this day from Family Guy, Ronald McDonald and his daughter. It's such an honor to play the magic clam. Aren't you proud of your dad, kids? Are you kidding? God, this is worse than having Ronald McDonald for a father. Bye, Dad. Don't wait up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lisa. Come back here. You're not going out with all that makeup on. But, Dad... Upstairs, you're a McDonald, not a whore. Uh, Peter is dressed up in a clam suit... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gets washed away by a wave and everybody sees his junk. <laughs> and, and, I mean, at least he was wearing a swimsuit in there. Yeah. Like, and Brian looks, says, you know. huh, so that's what Peter's penis looks like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Peter's naked on the drive home. He never, he never, uh, you know, put clothes on. But we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that until he gets out of the car. Meg is like worried because her family's going to embarrass them at her slumber party. Oh, God. The, um... Uh, and then, you know, he runs into Joe Swanson's son, Kevin. Yeah. And I noticed Meg that. I was like, doesn't he go, like, go off to the army, like, soon? Yeah, and then, he di- and then he dies, but, like, comes back. He wasn't really dead. You know what? He went, after- he went off to the war uh, to fight uh, uh, Al-Qaeda, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That t- yeah, we were around that time, yep. Yeah, it was around that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, yeah, I put Kevin and Joe's son works at the gas station. So then I have a clip of the slumber party. I put Brad Pitt's face on Brendan Fraser's body with Ben Affleck's butt. <laughs> my turn, my turn. I take James Brolin's face, Mark Spitz's body, and Milton Berle's legendary genitals. <sighs> Mom, what? are you doing? I love slumber parties. Okay, truth or dare, who here has gone all the way? Huh? You know, at my sleepovers, we used to practice French kissing. Now everybody pair up. All right, Mom! Chris, get out of here right now! Um, I can't. Okay, finish up and then come out. Hey, Lois, have you seen my fake beard? Oh, crap, I'm stuck in the stairs. Oh, God, kill me now. Hello. Karen. Milton Burrell's legendary genitals. Yeah. I have no idea. I've never understood that reference. I know Milton Burrell was a comedian. Yeah. I don't. I guess yeah, he had a big I one. Get, apparently. I I've never. Yeah. I, I kind of want to. Uh, Google that. I thought I, I'm going to Google this like before. right now. I'm kind of. I'm curious. I'm curious. I never knew this. Not um, big, but you know. <laughs> 
but you know the uh, the rumored size of his penis. Yeah. Phil Silvers was told a story about standing next to Burl at a urinal, glancing down and quipping, "You better feed that thing, or it's liable to turn on you." Oh my god! So okay, it's just kind of like room. Yeah, I, I don't know if he had like a nude scene. That's why I was wondering. Like, uh, I probably um, not. I wouldn't think so because he was uh, like an olden day guy. I don't think they had that right. kind of stuff back then. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm like, girls, clearly, you know, Gone Girl hasn't come out yet, because then you would have seen Ben Affleck's penis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very brief. Oh, man. Gone Girl. I, is that the movie? Uh, you told me that's a really good movie. It has a really good twist to it, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me anymore. I'm going to watch Come it. On. I want to watch that one. Okay. So we confirm Milton Burrow has a huge penis. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Right. So yeah. Peter falls through the stairs. Oh, crap. I'm stuck in the stairs. Oh my god. I love his oh, accent. God kill me now. Oh and so <laughs> God, like you see like a little red dot on her head. Like a sight. <laughs> yeah. And then like yeah, like a sniper, right? And then, yep. and then God is uh he's about to shoot her and then he gets a phone call. Karen. Oh god. I like to think that's how it would really be. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So then, of course, uh, after all that, in, all that, oh, and then, of course, Chris is masturbating behind the couch. We forgot about that part. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that either. That's uh, not good. Um, uh, then Peter says, oh, I remember, they leave, they leave while Peter's still stuck in the stairs. No, no, wait, hold on. I'm no, they, they, they stay there. They stay, because Stewie goes and talks to them and, and as asked, like, you know, who are you dating or whatever? Right. Uh, but no, what I have here, uh, Peter says, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I'll get you Davy Jones for your next school dance. And that's from Brady Bunch. Yep. Very funny. Yep. Uh, oh, God, I forgot about the sex scene with Peter and Lois. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? Uh, no. Oh. Why? I just have no. in my notes, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, the whole, all of Meg's guests hear, hear this. Okay, and they're all horrified and like they don't ever want to come back over again. I don't blame them. <laughs> so Meg is watching TV. She's watching Diane. And remember Diane, she's gone now. R.I.P. Yep. <laughs> Except she killed everybody. And so the, not and really. the episode we covered, yeah. Yeah, the episode we covered, yeah. yeah. So Diane has a talk show. And this, and I put in my notes, this is the funniest scene in Family Guy history. One of them, one of them. This is a funny scene. I always think about this scene every time I watch a talk show. Hey, what happened to your friends? My family scared them away. I just, I just wish there was some way I could make them understand how embarrassing they are. Welcome back to Diane. Erica, it's time for Mario's little confession. Erica, you know I love you, but I gotta come clean. I'm, I'm not really a man. I'm a woman. Oh my God, you're a woman? Well, actually, I'm not really a woman. I'm a horse. Oh my God, you're a horse? Actually, I'm not really a horse. I'm a broom. Okay, okay. So, how do you feel? To be honest with you, Diane, I'm surprised. So Meg is like, huh, I, I like this. We gotta, I gotta get my family on here and embarrass them, right? <laughs> so, Confront them, yeah. yeah. 
And we're back. Griffins, do you have anything to say to your daughter? I can't believe you'd do this to us, Meg. Maybe now I won't give you the antidote. To what? To the poison you just drank. <laughs> See what I mean? This is not normal. You there, bingo. It seems the naughty baby has made a messy poo in it. I say, what's this? Volume. Volume! Look, what's a big deal? I mean, we're just a regular American family. We have family dinners, and we go to church together. Yeah, and, and you even managed to humiliate me there. <laughs> Whoa, is that really the blood of Christ? Yes. Man, that guy must have been wasted 24 hours a day, huh? We have a caller on the line. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. Shut up, shut up. Um... Well, you'd better let him out. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Meg, you have two parents who love you, and what does that say under me? Oh, go f yourself, Diane. She said a swear. Peter, do you think there might be any validity to what Meg is feeling? Who are you calling Uncle Tom? What? What is it from? The anecdote? Anecdote line? It's it's from a bunch of things I feel like. Okay, let me let me look this up because I didn't look this one up. Antidote. And I br I brought up it here. I forgot to mention when Stewie talks to the girls. Mm -hmm. So clearly, people outside of the family can understand Stewie. Oh, I was gonna say that too. Yeah. Yeah. The poison you just drank. Okay, I found it here. It's from. Let's see. Harrison Ford. It's Indiana Jones. Temple of Doom. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen any of them. Wow. I know. I need to. I love Harrison Ford. I gotta see. Wow, them. they're like they're like his goat. They're like the big ones. Yeah, and there's there's Spielberg movies, or right. no, George Lucas. Is it George Lucas? Who does who does Indiana Jones? Spielberg. Both, both. Yeah, Spielberg oh. did the first. Spielberg did the first four. He didn't do this this new one coming out. That's the last one. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. So, anyways, we're just a normal family. You know, we love our kids, and then they have these little captions under him. And under Peter, it says embarrassing fat moron. And then uh, Lois has probably more of a bitch than she lets on. And she's like, what does that say about me? <laughs> Don't fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I also have uh, in the middle of that Stewie and Brian prank call and ask if uh, Prince Albert's in a can. Right. Got Prince Albert in a can. You better let him out. Dude, I used to do prank calls all the time. That, I, that is one thing I like about modern technology. You cannot prank call. Anybody anymore? So uh, true. Yeah, we got in trouble that once at my 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 thirteenth birthday, which was like six weeks after this episode would have aired. Wow. Um, we were doing it. My mom, my mom was not happy. <laughs> not <laughs> um, then there's before this is one of my favorite cutaways in Family Guy history. The where did I from? Family you go to church? Yeah, you even managed to humiliate me there. Oh yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> that my notes. Yeah. And he says, wow, is that really the blood of Christ? Yes. Yes. That guy must have been wasted 24 hours a day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, that, it's just so, so simple and hilarious. But, but it's also controversial. Like everything they did from season one on was controversial. That's why I got oh, We're, we're, we're going to get to something at the very end that oh, almost didn't make it in the episode. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Okay. So I have something about the next scene. Okay. So... Then they start getting angry. They start throwing chairs. They start, you know, do, doing like Jerry, being like Jerry Springer guests. 
Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Jerry Springer. I I know someone that went to one of his shows just you know for fun, and they said he was so nice. Oh, I love yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So Peter says, "Who you call an Uncle Tom?" Remember? Yeah. <laughs> so it says when Peter's on the this is from this is from Family Guy Wiki. When Peter's on the Diane show, he yells, who are you calling Uncle Tom, and picks up a chair. This is referencing a widely publicized episode of Geraldo, where a Black nationalist started a riot after being called Uncle Tom by a neo-Nazi. So that was interesting. I never watched Geraldo. That was before my time. Yeah. Definitely. That was like yeah. late. Yeah. Right. Um, so that, I just want to point that out. And, and then I have throwing chairs. It sounds like Jerry Springer. That's why exactly I have my notes here. Okay, and now, Chris, you know- Chris throws the chair with his mama. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Do you know uh, who voiced um, the producer of the reality show? It looks just like him. Uh, oh, uh, Jay Moore. Yes. Doesn't yeah. it look like him? It does. It's interesting. I have, it, I have in my notes, producer looks like just Jay, like Jay Moore. That's what I have in my notes too. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And do, um, do you notice how, how Peter was so much stupider? Oh my in god. The early seasons. He's like the he's like the anti Kelly Bundy where she got stupider as the show went on and he <laughs> got smarter. Oh lordy. Well, I mean I wouldn't exactly call him smart these days, but yeah, he's well, definitely... smarter, not as dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jay he's Moore. More re- he's more reckless now. I feel yeah, like. no, Jay, Jay Moore, God, I haven't heard about him in a while. Um, he was in Jerry Maguire and mm-hmm. and he was in that movie Mafia. God, if you've never seen Mafia. Have you seen that movie? I've not seen it. It's a parody of all the gangster movies. Right. You have to see it. It's so funny. Mom, are we on TV right now? Yes, Chris. Your father signed a contract, and now we're going to be on TV for the next six months. How could you do this? You turned my life into the 24-hour loser channel. You, cameraman! Make sure you use that Sybil Shepherd filter. If they can make her look half-human, they should be able to take six months off my face. Um, I, I find the toothpaste with the pump is a little easier to get on the brush. Um, you might have noticed my underwear has a, has a hole in it. It's, uh, you know, I, it's, I, I don't see any reason to, to throw it out. It's, the waist is still fine. You know, you can see, see it's still real stretchy. They decide to sign a contract to do a reality show. Now, this is when the height of reality shows started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. The, uh... Uh, 2000 was a survivor yes survivor yeah. fear factor um as far as like reality shows that were like you know where they followed a family the osbournes was a few years later right um so many so many that shows. was that was just and it was just that like that era and it was followed you know by like america's top model flavor of love did those um, come out that, around then or was that way after a little a little well, a little later like yeah. three three five years later i think in the um, year 2000 it was probably survivor yes because survivor premiered yeah and it yeah. was and that started the craze i remember a um my mom's uh friend uh sharon r.i.p she was an amazing artist that uh uh-huh. succumbed to ms oh. and then she had incredible incredible work and her assistant scott I remember this was like 99 where he's like, his friend is working on this show. Uh-huh. It's called Survivor. These people are on an island. They do things, vote each other off. The last person wins a million dollars. And I'm like, oh, that was that a sounds lot of in- money. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds interesting. You think it'll last. <laughs> and it's still on, right? My boyfriend just won. My boyfriend just watched the finale 
of this last season. How many? So how, this, okay, so that started in two thousand or ninety nine. Two thousand. I mean, there's like there's like forty something seasons now. They do two a year. So we are twenty three years into Survivor now. All right. Damn, I've never watched one episode of Survivor. Can you believe that? Me neither. Me oh neither. yeah, I, I'm not into that stuff. I was more America's Next Top Model, the VH1 flavor of love stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean this is so funny and this is why I chose it because this was the this is right when reality shows started and I remember saying reality shows are so stupid I'm never gonna watch them and now I watch like all of them okay so um so now the this the style of the confessional is from the real world yeah and the the font the font for the yep, show is the very font, much the real everything's world. from the real world yeah mm. okay so then Stewie has a confessional the confessionals cracked me up Stewie has a confessional and he's talking about how wouldn't it be like fantastic if I were a homosexual and uh, it's like we already know he is you know yeah well fast (laughs) forward I guess it was now yeah yeah. and did you notice that Rupert's there in the camera with him yeah Uh, (laughs) Uh, but he says something about uh oh the breakfast thing He's like, I don't, I don't not like eggs, but you know, and he's just going off and they're just trying to find something. It's like so boring. They're just trying to find right. something to talk about. <laughs> and then Chris is confessional. Oh my God. He's like sitting there and he's staring at the camera. This deadpan. Like, One time my dad pooped in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> and then lied about it. <laughs> and then lied about it. And Joe's like, I knew it. <laughs> then we have a family dinner at the lobster shanty. I guess that's like supposed to be red lobster. Yeah. And uh, Stewie's all excited because he gets to pick, you know, he gets to go wrestle his own lobster in the tank. So in the background, we see. Background, I love that. Yeah. Wrestling the lobster. And they're talking about, um, they're just, they're they're embarrassing Meg again at the table. Right. And Meg's like, that's it. I'm done. Turn the cameras off. I quit. And then Chris says, fourth wall. You're breaking the fourth wall. Did you know what that meant? Back then, no, I didn't know. No, and this is what I actually found out what that meant through this episode. Oh, did you? That was the first time I ever heard the term fourth wall. You know, I think the first movie I remember where they talk, where they kind of referred to the fourth wall was Wayne's World. That was like the first movie that I remember like, oh, he's talking to us. When, when did they... Oh, I mean, well, the where they they reference the term fourth wall. I mean, oh, reference the term fourth wall. Yeah, no, no, yeah, like, where they actually talk to the camera but, yeah. and they're like, no, oh. yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that was called. I mean, yeah, same, same. And then yeah. I think I when Teen Mom went for when they they broke the fourth wall. That's when I knew what fourth wall was. But um, and now they do it like on ninety day. They do it on all these things now. Um, right. so that's the fourth wall for fourth wall for those who don't know who's been in a cave fourth wall is when uh, you start noticing the cameras are there you start referencing that the cameras are there right, right? Is that what when, it is? When, when, when you acknowledge to the viewer that yeah this is like I know you're there yeah I can when you, I know you're there yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah okay so Meg quits and then she's replaced by a hot blonde girl then they say well it's better than the way they did they you know we had another alter, alternative for replacing Meg. Why are we here? No cameras. The TV executives don't want viewers to get confused and think you're Meg Griffin. So you're just going to let them recast me? It yeah, could have been worse. They could have gone with plan B. <laughs> Brian, put a mask on. I have an announcement. Meg Griffin's plane was shot down over the Sea of Japan. It spun in. There were no survivors. Who do I see about the Section 8? 
And then they go to like the whole scene with MASH, which I never yeah. watched either, but I'm going to read it about here. A cutaway shows one possible way to write Meg out of the real life Griffins. Uh, Brian, ta Brian, Brian, taking part of the part of Radar, announces to the operating theater, Meg Griffin's plane was shot down over the Sea of Japan, parroting Henry Blake's death on the show MASH due to the departure of McLean Stevenson from that series. Stewie then shows up in a dress and high-heeled shoes and says, who do I have to see about a Section 8? This is a reference to MASH character Corporal Klinger's attempts to prove himself mentally unfit for military service. That's funny. That's why he was yeah. dressed up in drag? Uh-huh. That's funny. Yeah, you see, the, the, the drag was a thing in the 60s. It's, yeah. not, it's not a fucking threat, people. Calm right, down. Right, right. No, I, I Calm know. down. I know. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, what MASH, I never watched it, but was it what war was it about? Vietnam War? It was about, uh, the Korean War. Korean War. Okay, yeah. So then I have a clip here of the replacement Meg. Oh, the funniest thing happened at work today. See, Hi, there was everybody. Hey! I had the worst day. First, I didn't make cheerleader because I'm so plain, and I still don't have a date for Friday night, as usual. I'm going upstairs and writing my journal about how I'll never grow big, full breasts like these. It's not fair, Lois. If I don't get any airtime, how am I ever going to get my own spinoff where I'm a retired baseball umpire who opens a bar? At the center of the earth. You know, we don't get many of you molten rock men in here. Well, at these prices, I'm not surprised. That's it, pal. You are out of here. <laughs> what did this remind you of? I guess, like, Cheers. No, it reminded me of Simpsons with all these, like, corny spinoffs. Remember that one episode where they do all the spinoffs? Oh, yeah. Like, um, but the Love love Mad at Grandpa? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, they're <laughs> so corny with a fake laugh track and everything. Oh, Peter and Lois quit because they want their, they, they want the, um, what is, what they say? Their attractive version of their daughter out of there. <laughs> right. So, the next thing, we get a new family. Mom? Dad? I'm home! Who are you? We're the Griffins. No, you're not. You're Tom Arnold. And you're French Rusher. And you're, um, that fat guy from Boogie Nights. And you're the Olsen Twins. Blast! Damn you all! Victory is mine! Whose leg do you have to hump to get a dry martini around here? Oh, Peter, you promised me you wouldn't drink at the stag party. <sighs> Ugh, I do not sound like that. The the fat guy from Boogie Nights. Fat guy from Boogie Nights, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> which um, I had to insert this in. I'm hijacking it right now. <laughs> um, so a 70s setting for a movie. This relates. So there was a joke in our last the last episode we did uh, the Simpsons uh, Homer Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So there was a part where they're at the uh, the candy convention and they're over the intercom. Someone's like. Mr. Goodbar, the front desk is looking for Mr. Goodbar. Uh, this is a reference to a kind of crime drama movie from the 70s with Diane Keaton, uh, Richard Gere, a lot of pretty like decent cast, LeVar Burton in his like, film debut. It was based off a real life murder of a, a school teacher that kind of slept around. 
and it's it's really good. The final scene is nightmare inducing. I love Diane Keaton. Yeah, and it's sadly it, it's sadly one of those like trapped on VHS movies. Oh, bummer. Uh, likely due to music licensing issues. It's never gotten a DVD release of any kind. Um, nor can you, st- you could stream it, I guess, in Paramount, on Paramount Plus and like other countries, but not in the US. Um, so I can't even watch this thing then. You might be able to find it on YouTube. I'll try to find one and send it to you. Oh, I'd love to see that movie. I like, uh, it's, who's it's the, very who's good. the guy in it? Richard Gere. I love him too. Richard Gere, Brian Dennehy. LeVar Burton in his first movie, yeah. Before Roots? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah. what happens after this? So Meg finds them in a, a motel. Right. Oh, and goes back. We have to mention that they're under contract, so they're still fi- they have to film for six more months at the Griffin house. Right. Because <laughs> they replaced them. <laughs> right. So the Griffins oh, and there's are, a funny have to leave their home. Brand Drescher. Oh yeah. Yeah, you promised you wouldn't drink at a stag party. And then Lois is like, I don't uh, Yeah. She's like, I do not that, sound and, like that. And that friend rusher is also played by Alex Borstein. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So you do sound like that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so um so Meg reunites with her family. They're staying in a hotel because they had to give their house up, which would suck. I wonder like if the company f- pays for that. Probably not yeah, if they quit. Probably not. I mean, the. Uh... All right. Well, they all make up and everybody's cool. And then we have a Doogie Hauser parody. Now, did you ever watch? You, you probably didn't watch Doogie yes. Hauser. No, I watched a little. I remember oh, you some. Did? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, the, if anybody ever watched Doogie Hauser, which I wouldn't blame you if you did, because it's, it's a very obscure show. You can't even find that anywhere. Can you? I think I found it on YouTube. It's definitely, I don't think you can, I don't think it's airing on any like you can't stream channel. It. Let's see. Uh, I, uh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, you can watch. Uh, you can watch Disney Doogie Plus. Hauser? Disney Plus has Doogie Hauser, all of it. No way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Doogie Hauser is a child prodigy who was a doctor at like what, 13 years old? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He literally was a doctor at 13 years old, but every episode he'd end with him writing on his computer, uh, like in his diary, like a journal. Right. So in this scene, Meg is on her computer saying, it says, dear diary, I'm stuck with my lame family in this crummy motel room for six months and I couldn't be happier. Then it cuts away t- uh, to somebody erasing. <laughs> yeah, this is creepy. Us. Yeah. And then Stu- we see Stewie changing it to, and I want to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Okay, now funny, funny, funny. Stewie, he from from episode one, you could tell like he was like psychotic, like right. Everybody, but now these days in these episodes, you don't really see that as much. No, he's just more like like evil. Like he's not. He's not as like he's more comically evil. Comically evil, yeah. That's the end of the episode. Um, there are so many good episodes in season two. Like I can't. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know. The, the other one I was debating was Pretoria. I love that one too, where he becomes. Oh, <gasps> yeah. That one's so funny. Right. Yeah. There's the, so many funny ones. Road to Rhode yeah. Island is hilarious. I love, I love the, uh, the tra- as you know, I love travel episodes. Yeah. Any yeah. show. Um, yeah. And the, anyways, so the joke, uh, the joke that I mentioned that uh, was 
was almost cut out according to the DVD yeah, commentary was at the very end when Peter takes out the Bible he's like hey I'm a Christian I read the Bible oh. I'm a Christian it's like that wasn't even like offense like what that's, that's nothing not offensive compared to some of the other stuff on there that we've seen yeah so yeah there's Probably. lots of good ones um yeah I mean I could like pick like five from the season that I'd want to do right. I, and I haven't seen them in years like mm-hmm. years. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about what we've seen currently. I have a lot to talk about. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? We can trade off about. Okay. The first thing yeah. I want to mention before I forget is you need to watch the Whitney Houston movie on Netflix. It's called is it called I Want to Dance with Somebody? Yep. Oh, Ryan and I have seen it. We saw it in theaters. Yeah. Okay. You guys need to watch that. It was so good. And that got me watching Being Bobby Brown because I was like, huh, I've never seen that before. God. That <laughs> show, I've never seen that episode, but I know from The Soup, one of the funniest fucking moments they ever do is where she and Bobby are fighting. She's like, kiss my ass! Have you gotten that far? I don't think so. Oh, oh. They start talking about terrorism. I used to love just- The Soup. And she just screams, kiss my ass! And then they like, and then Joel plays it on repeat. Like, I think he's I've like, heard that sound clip before. He's like, I bet that won't be funny if we play it a million times. And it's just so funny. Okay, so, sorry. Go ahead and uh, give me uh, your next watch. Must be. Uh, the, so, The Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's the live action one. It's amazing. They really, they expand, it's like 50 minutes longer than yeah. the animated movie, but it's, it's not boring. It does not drag. Um, they do more with Prince Eric. You learn more about him. Mm-hmm. And he has a song. Uh, we see his family. Um, honestly, the the above water scenes I thought were better than the below water. Okay. And the under the sea. Okay. Some of the creature effects were kind of not great, but. Little Mermaid has a, like, it was really near and dear to my heart because that was like the first Disney movie I was ever obsessed with. And I was 10 years old when that came out. And I. Yep. I had the sheets. <laughs> I was like obsessed with that movie. Um, okay, so um, we, Stefan and I have have both finished uh, Love and Death, mm-hmm. the other Candy Montgomery show with Elizabeth Olsen, who uh, yeah. yeah, who's who's related to the Olsen twins, and Jesse Plemons from I did not know that Jesse. Well, I knew that Jesse Plemons from Breaking Bad, right. But I didn't know, and I'm still laughing about this. The guy who plays Candy's husband is William from Almost Famous, the kid. Yep. Yep. Don't believe it. Um, okay. Um, other things. Let's see. So, Candy, okay. So, Love and Death was good. I think the other one that with Jessica Biel was better, but Love and Death was good. I will definitely. This, this was more sensationalized, this one. It had better music in it, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They didn't really talk about Star Wars. They talked a lot about Star Wars and the the other one, which I you know I, I got to go with the one that talks about Star Wars. More. I probably just talked a lot about it in this one too. I don't remember. On trial, she mentioned we're seeing the Empire Strikes Back. Yes. And the other and before she was like, "Yeah, we were going there." So yeah, so on this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on this uh, version, which I don't know why they did two. It, it's weird, right? And a year apart. It's it's like you know, like that. Very like friends with benefits and no strings attached in the same year it's like that <laughs> and a lot of times like deep impact and armageddon they started as one script yeah and then somebody branched off and copied it 
<laughs> that's literally how Armageddon came to be. There was someone sitting in the, the, the storyboard room for Deep Impact. Well, one's original for one's an original for, for HBO. Yep. Uh, there must be a reason why they did two. Maybe they focus on something different. I do notice, I did notice, um, this is just uh, what I noticed with, with the Jessica Biel movie. She was like really into like the, the sleazy romance part of having an affair. Like right. Crashy romance novels. They don't talk about that at all. And they also don't talk about how she used to give like peppermint candies out, remember? Yeah. Because that, that, that's her name. <laughs> um, anyways. No spoilers, but uh, it's it's a true story, obviously, um, about no. her in Texas, nineteen eighty, Friday the thirteenth, nineteen eighty. Um, okay, so what else have I seen? Oh my gosh, I had a whole list of things. Oh, Worth on Netflix. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I've been kind of going into the whole nine eleven thing, like going back and watching stuff. I've seen some stuff I don't want to talk about, but <laughs> um, right. you know, it's important sometimes to see that, to remember that, you know, and yeah. Worth is on Netflix and it's about, this is a really interesting movie. It's just a very basic story about the 9-11 Victims Compensation Fund and the guy who ran it, I think his name was Ken something, but he is the only one in charge of this and he has to like make all these people happy with what they're doing. And like, think about this, like think about all the people that died. Think about the people (laughs) Think about the people that um, worked in the windows of the world. Think about the people that worked like, in the highest office, you know, right. millions of dollars. Th- so think about that. Like who gets what, you know, mm-hmm. these people p- paid more into their insurance and their, you know, but, you know, so would somebody who worked at Cantor Fitzgerald as a, like a CEO, would he get more or would he get less than somebody who worked at windows on the world or the same as somebody who worked as a guest chef? Right. So, it's really interesting the way they they figured all this out and um and basically people they wanted to sue so the whole point of this is they had to dissuade them from suing so um but it's interesting because like some families are like so grateful for like fifty thousand dollars and some families are like is that it you know what i mean it was so interesting and then i don't want to like spoil it because i really want everybody to see this movie i don't know just think about if you had to do that job that'd be so hard right yeah and the craziest thing is he didn't even get paid for this. He volunteered his time for Oh, my God. Yeah. You think about everybody. You think about the, the flight attendants. You think about the people in the Pentagon, the people in Pennsylvania, you know. Right. He dealt with all 3,000, 3, almost 3,000. He had to hear everybody's yeah. story. Everybody's awful story. And, I mean, of course, I cried a couple of times because it's a mm-hmm. 11, but... It was just really good. It you know it was just one of those basic movies, just about one thing. They didn't like go into like this big hero story, really. It hard to explain, like right. yeah, spoiling it. But um, mm-hmm. they all basically at the end, they all decided to go with the whatever they were being offered, except for a couple, okay. couple people. But um, he had like an eighty percent of people who would sign up with him, and they all did so that's it's not a spoiler you'll you know it's pretty if you look at the wikipedia right. you can find out yeah but it's a good movie it's on netflix mm-hmm. michael keaton oh my god he's amazing i love michael keaton right and uh who else is in it oh stanley uh uh tucci tucci yeah he's awesome the tucci he plays we'll call him. A, uh he plays a a victor like a victor what, what should i say his wife died in the towers a widow so, yeah 
and he has this like other solution for how to handle this. So he, he kind of right. partners up with Michael Keaton and then the other lawyers trying to get him to go with him. It's just, it's like a big, like, you know, uh, greed. It's all about greed. It's all about right. greed. That one was good. Um, do you have any others? I, I yeah, I, I'm, I, I have two others. I'm, okay, uh, I'm watching a, a Small Light. Okay. Uh, it's on National Geographic, which is on uh, Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, it's about um, um, uh, uh, Meep and Jan Gius, who uh, hid Anne Frank and her family, oh. and others in the in the hide in the hideaway. Okay. In um in Nazi occupied uh, Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and they like and I, I've walked past that house. I haven't been in it, but I have walked past it when it was closed. Um, and it's like this shows what they're doing and how they and I didn't realize that Meep, uh, she, like, she and her husband, like, they were not just helping the people in that the hide- hideaway, like, Anne Frank and her family, and other people. Like, they were, they were, these people are busy. I mean, they were, like, you know, they were getting children, you know, sending them with other people where they'd be safe. You know, they, mm-hmm. they were, like, they were, like, you know, strategizing, like, like, burning down the records. Wow. Um, the, re- the records, uh, department or in the city so they couldn't you know find the jews i mean they they were like i mean god they were they were busy i mean and um ryan i watched with him and ryan's like so but they, they died right they got executed and discovered. like no they they survived and lived a long time and you know, she lived to be 100 in like 2010 wow yeah just amazing um what else have i watched do you have any, okay go ahead and talk to your other one about your other one so my other one is uh, a show my friend julia rickert is actually on uh it's called high desert oh yeah you're telling me about this yeah it was filmed, it was filmed in my filmed, area yeah, right yeah not far from where yeah yeah you live it's um uh on apple tv okay we have not had apple tv in a year and we got it to watch her show and we're it's there's great apple tv does not have a huge selection like their catalog isn't too huge but what they have is great i'll have to check that okay, out but, yeah it's um trial or something yeah, it's in the uh, the Yucca Valley in California. Well, I mean, if, if you want to borrow my account, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they, uh, so it's like this former uh, a drug addict decided to make a fresh start and she becomes uh, a private investigator or works for a private investigator. She's, she's the star? Yep. That's awesome. No, n- not my friend, but Patricia Arquette. Oh, okay. She's the star, star and um, Brad Garrett. Mm-hmm. Isn't it my friend Julia Rickert? Know that name, she's gonna be huge. Okay, um, yeah, uh, plays. I'm looking, uh, I why do I forget her character? I shouldn't, uh, Heather. She's like the, the kind of hench, hench person, henchwoman for the um, this like mob, mob boss kind of. Ooh. Yeah, if I find that wrong, Julia, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a good promoter. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she is great. She is going to be a great uh, character actor. I predict she is going <coughs> to be a bit. You know, I've, I've, I think she's going to do great things. Yeah, and you were telling me about Fatal Attraction. It was good, and then it turned kind of cheesy. Yeah, it, it probably doesn't need eight episodes. It could have done a six. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like, like I told Steph, and I'm like, nothing will ever compare to the Michael Douglas movie. So good. It's great. It's great. And he, so and he, he wasn't, he wasn't so innocent himself, honestly. Yeah. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he, he made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> right. If anybody has not seen Fatal Attraction, drop whatever you're doing and watch it. Okay. So everybody um, enjoy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial mm -hmm. Day. And uh, uh, mad respect for everybody who served. Yep. All right, guys. Well, until next time, you know, Stefan and I will see you later. See ya. Bye.